Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money for my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match with you great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I use Anchor in a simple matter. I take my podcast episodes, edit them in Premiere, upload them to Anchor and schedule them and set my tags and my description, all that good stuff. Just sit back and let it distribute to all the platforms. It's very simple and very easy to use and very user-friendly. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start to join me and a diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Let's go. This is the Chase in the Frame podcast, where we interview people in the TV and film industry, talking about their journey, how they got to where they are today. We do this podcast for the frame chasers. This is for those in the film industry, going hard, let them know who we are. Frame chasers, we're, we're not chasing the fame, no, no. Tell them what we do. Chasing the Frame. This is the Chasing the Frame podcast with your host, John DeMarco. Let's go. What up, Frame Chasers? It's Wednesday, and you already know what it is. A new episode of Chasing the Frame. Today's episode 68. Holy shit, 68 episodes in the... In in live for you guys and today we have kevin sanders he's an actor and just uh stunts if i'm if i'm saying that correctly i saw your imdb is it stunts or is it like stunt coordinator stunt performer stunt actor uh so actor and stunt man okay that works mm-hmm. all right perfect all right. <laughs> that's easy uh, all right then but before we get into the episode we have to do some housekeeping real quick so apologize real quick for you um first off we have to thank our affiliate partners artlist.io honestly the best music licensing platform for any type of content creator, thousands of new songs every day and unlimited downloads, which is always a plus, especially when trying to find music for any project. That is always the hardest part. Artlist.io makes it easy and simple. Guys, if you join our affiliate link today, that's in the description, then you'll get one year and two extra months for free. So check out and join Artlist.io, an inspiring, inspiring music licensing platform created by filmmakers for filmmakers. Second, guys, we're selling merchandise at teespring.com slash stores slash chasing dash the dash frame. Not only are we selling shirts like our Peru by Bear, our hashtag Frame Chaser shirts, but we're also selling a hashtag Frame Chaser mask for $10. It's a comfy cloth mask and super stylish, and you let people know that you're a Frame Chaser on set. And third, guys, we are now a uh, affiliate partner of, or affiliate, yeah, affiliate partner of Production Apparel, and they have some really cool shirts for production for cameraman, sound people. Um, they also have some grip stuff and I think screenwriting stuff as well, which are pretty funny shirts. I actually am wearing this if if we had some video non-technical video issues today uh you could see my run bnc shirt which i'm wearing right now as we speak so in the description i will have a link to a uh, production apparel and also they do um rap gifts also so i think they do rap shirts and uh other things of that nature uh fourth uh yeah fourth now sorry it's time for the show when we ask for a donation to give to the church of the frame three ways to donate pal- paypal.me slash ctf podcast one-time donation patreon we have five dollar month membership which includes Early access to audio and visual content, which is super dope. And then third, 
in the description below, we also have links to our cryptocurrencies we like that you can send to us uh, as much as you want, as little as you want, whatever you want to do. That goes to our trust wallet. All this stuff is funding our future endeavors and our future projects. We have some great ideas coming in the future. And you, you know you hear about it on the vlogcast probably every month we'll, we talk about some new ideas. And then last but not least, please like the Facebook page as well as subscribe to the YouTube page. Uh, we're doing the big content push for 2021, doing more stuff than last year. So get ready for that. So let's who's ready to chase frames today? So Kevin, first question I ask everyone on the podcast, also welcome to the show again, uh, is where are you from originally? So uh, I'm actually, uh, this is going to be really funny because you'll probably never hear this uh, from anybody ever, but uh, I'm from uh, a small uh, military base right outside of Barstow, California. Okay. Uh, that pit stop uh, town uh, on your way to uh, Los Angeles if you're coming from Vegas. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know yeah. there was a military base. That's a new yeah, fun fact uh, today. It's probably about uh, 10 miles out. It's called Fort Irwin. Okay. All right. Now, I have to, yeah. now I'm going to look into that now. And then <laughs> the second question I ask everyone on the show, by the way, is what was the actor, director, movie, TV show, uh, anything creative that like spoke to you and said, this is what I want to do? Well, uh, I mean, like growing up, uh, I was an only child, so I always had like a wild and crazy imagination, but, uh, uh -huh. it was, it was actually, it was Jackie Chan okay. that, uh, really, uh, that really kind of got me into the whole, uh, uh acting and uh, physical comedy and action realm. Uh, uh -huh. I mean, I grew up, I mean, like most like other, you know, boys growing up, you know, I was yeah. really into martial arts and, you know, action movies and stuff like yeah. that. And. Uh, I love the comedy aspect that uh, that Jackie Chan had, you know, the physical comedy aspect mm -hmm. that he had with uh, the way he did things. You know, I, I grew up also watching uh, Three Stooges. I was a big Three Stooges fan. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and I saw a lot of uh, that slapstick comedy, you know, within the, his fight scenes that he did. And so, you know, I, I kind of just wanted to get in just from watching him. And I yeah. just wanted to do that, you know, just to entertain and just put smiles on faces, honestly. That's that's awesome. Uh we have some similarities here. I, 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 you know, I'm an only child as well. So high five to the only right. child club. Uh, All right. <laughs> uh, two Jackie Chan's the shit. What was your first Jack? I, I have to ask now. What was your first Jackie Chan movie that you saw? I want to see if we're the same for the same person for a second. Probably not. Probably not. So my first Jackie Chan film that I ever saw was uh, uh, Battle Creek Brawl. Okay. That, no, I'm, I'm rumbling the Bronx. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Here's the thing, though, is that I saw. I saw uh, Battle K Battle Creek Brawl okay. right before I saw Rumble in the Bronx. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I guarantee you, we probably watched Rumble in the Bronx at the same exact time. Yeah, back when they yeah, yeah. That's when they first uh, introduced him to like the United States, I believe. If I'm not mistaken, like it was Rumble in the Bronx. That was a big push, if I'm not yeah. mistaken, because I remember the trailers for that and all that stuff. And you know what's crazy? I like the first half of Rumble in the Bronx. Not really big on the second half. It, uh, they do all the action and the fights uh, within the first half and yeah. then towards the end, you know, when it's supposed to be like the big climax, it's more of just one big stunt, you yeah. know? And yeah. I mean, granted, I'm not going to take it away from it, but oh, you know, yeah. I mean, like, we watch Jackie Chan and we want to see a lot of it is, uh, we want to see like the fight choreo and yeah. stuff like that, you know, him trying to jump and stay along a, a hovercraft, a giant hovercraft at that and mm. seen him get ran over by it and all the other kind of like stuff that he does. He actually broke his ankle yeah. uh, jumping from one building onto the hovercraft and 
still film the rest of the movie doing his own stuff. Well, any Jackie Chan movie, Jackie Chan gets injured. Like, did you ever see Police Story? Like, the first one, didn't he, like, electrocute himself and break his back at the same time, like, sliding down a big-ass pole? Second degree burns on his hands yeah. from, sliding, uh, from uh, electrocution burns, from <laughs> sliding down a pole from, like, the third story to uh, the first floor. And then still took a drop through like a, uh, uh, a kiosk. Yeah. Oh, that movie's crazy too, Police Story. I saw that later on in my life. That's like the, the Police Story 1 and 2 are phenomenal. Um, but also another thing that's kind of similar to us uh, together is I actually did martial arts as well as a child, which is funny. Yeah. I did, yeah. And uh, I did Taekwondo. I don't know about you. What did you do? Did you do karate, Taekwondo, Jiu-Jitsu? Uh- yeah, so uh, currently I do uh, Taekwondo right now. I'm just about to get my black belt. I nice. did uh, karate uh, as a kid. I also did Chinese Kempo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've trained a little in uh, MMA, mm-hmm. um, and I also do uh, gymnastics and tricking and stuff like that. So nice. I've been more of uh, uh, growing up, uh, I went from doing more of like martial arts to going more into like show work and stuff like that. And yeah. so, like, from you know, from doing that, I actually ended up doing like more uh, clowning and stuff. I don't know where I was going with this, but uh, no. Yeah, well, that makes that. sense because the Three Stooges, which another thing I love as well, the Three Stooges. I watching those religiously as a kid. I'd watch. Uh, there's always the 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 videos you get. Like if you buy a Three Stooges tape or a DVD, it's always like the same four skits or shorts. And then if you watch AMC, used to do uh, Three Stooges marathons on uh, I think New Year's Eve. If I'm if I'm mistaken. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are always fun. Yeah, usually uh, you can get like a, a VHS tape, and that's a, I, I always got a VHS tape yeah. uh, every Christmas. But in uh, every single VHS tape, there was always uh, Malice in the Palace. Yes, uh, yes, yes. And and Malice in the Palace, and the uh, the one where they're um, they're they're tailors, and then the courtroom one. Oh as well. yeah, that's always classic. <laughs> uh, Who's your favorite? What was your favorite trio? Was it Larry Curly Mo or Larry Curly Shemp? Uh, you know, as a kid, I liked Shemp a lot for mm-hmm. some odd reason. Yeah. But uh, growing up uh, and rewatching like these old skits and mm-hmm. just seeing you know reactions and like how quick they were. Yeah. Uh, uh, Larry Curly and uh, Mo all the way. Okay. All right. Yeah. I- I, I do like the curly Larry Curly Mo. I'm not a Curly Joe fan or a Joe fan. <laughs> um, other brother. <laughs> and, then, Many of them. and Shemp's Shemp's cool. Shemp's cool. I like. I, I think I grew up liking Shemp as well. And then you you do grow to enjoy Curly more as well. Even though they kind of redid a lot of the stuff with Shemp that they did with Curly, mm-hmm. if I'm mistaken. Um, okay, so now growing up as a kid. And doing those things and watching Three Stooges doing martial arts, when did you start getting the bug to really go after it? Uh, as, soon, uh, as soon as I got into high school, when I started doing like uh, theater and stuff like that, you know, uh, that's when like, you know, the whole acting bug kind of like took off. And from yeah. there, you know, of course, uh, once I graduated, I went to CSN. I started studying there. Okay. Through, through, uh, from uh, from CSN and doing shows and stuff like that, I actually met uh, some friends and they brought me into uh, the circus world. And so when I was 21, uh, I actually ran away to the circus for really? months. Yeah, I uh, traveled in a uh, Danish circus. I saw all of Denmark. Holy shit. How, 
explain this. How, how, what? <laughs> this is all, you know, I, and I'm not trying to be, you know, the first person I ever met who, who worked in a circus, to be honest. And I'm not trying really? to, be, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I, 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 I shit you not. You're the first person I actually <sighs> met who worked at a, at, at a at actual circus. Oh, that's funny. So actually, it actually all ties up because oh, yeah. uh, the act that I did was a uh, physical comedy act. It was slapstick. Um, yeah. We were on uh, America's Got Talent. Oh, uh, shit. We were the Yeah, with, uh, uh, we, we would go from big and then we would turn small. So uh, we did, uh, if you look it up on YouTube and type in Quiddlers, uh, we come in as uh, the YMCA act. So oh, the, that's the thing yeah. that Forge does. Is that how you met, is that how you met Michael Forge? Yeah, that's. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. That's Daniel Forsh. Oh, uh, I've actually been doing it a lot longer than he has. Okay. Um, yeah, I've been doing it since uh, I want to say 2005. Yeah. And, uh, they sent me out to Denmark, and I traveled in a uh, Danish circus for about seven months. Got to see all of Denmark. It was, it was so awesome. What 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 made you like just get up and leave to go to the circus though? Like what what was it like that? I'm like I'm gonna. This is what's calling me. Opportunity. Opportunity. Like, what, I mean, it, yeah. was, it was in the realm of what I wanted to do. You know, I, I mean, I wanted to be a, an actor. I wanted yeah. to be a performer. And it was a it was a professional gig. Mm-hmm. There was a contract laid out. Everything was set in stone. Yeah. Uh, my flight was paid for. My housing was paid for. Wow. Uh, I had a set uh, salary that I could live by. The only thing I had to do was just feed myself. And that was it. And so. Uh, I mean, a lot of people would be a lot really skeptical. My parents yeah. were too. They're like, "Dude, you're being scammed. Like, don't do it." Yeah, but, I, would, I would assume I would. I would think that same way as them, to be honest. But you know, I guess that's that's the thinking that uh, you know, or like at least the mindset uh, that we need to break is that like you know, not all opportunities are scams. Like, you just, yeah. if you sit and wait out, and so I mean, honestly, there was nothing to lose for me. Yeah, no, true. Uh, and I mean, like, and so I was just like, all right, well, I up and left. And it was, it was one of the things that, uh, I mean, like, honestly, I've been doing it ever since. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously up and since, uh, up until, uh, uh, the pandemic, yes. but, uh, you know, I've been doing it since like 2005 and it's, you know, it's kept me in uh, the creative and theater realm and it actually pushed me to, uh, kind of follow my dreams in the uh, film realm too. Uh, let me ask you about being a, a quiddler. Like, uh, um, how, what was it like doing that for the first time? You know, what was that whole like experience? Like, were you, how nervous were you? Like, were you, because I, I don't think I got really got into the minutia with force when I had him on the podcast about like the quiddlers. Uh, but yeah. like, are you guys on, you guys are on your knees or how, like you guys, uh, I, I I mean, I know this is like, all like really <laughs> interesting. It's, questions. Uh, okay. So I get we, we do go from like, you know, regular size yeah. to small. Unfortunately, I can't tell you how we do it just because, you know, oh, yeah, that's, understandable. that's the whole part of the act. But, uh, I mean, honestly, for me, my first time is a lot different from Michael Force's first time. I remember yeah. Michael Force uh, uh, counting like, you know, one and two and three and four right before him. He was going on stage yeah. uh, for me. Uh, and, of course, he had a little bit of time to uh, kind of rehearse for me. I kind of uh, was thrown to the wolves just yeah. a little bit. And, and of course my, our boss was a little more relaxed at the time and very trusting. But, mm-hmm. uh, my first show was actually one week before I left to leave for Denmark. Jeez. I did a, uh, a charity show and, uh, Jason Alexander was the host. <laughs> oh, nice. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was 
it was great and it was fun. But uh, what was funny is that um, our boss sent us out there yeah. and he had me do an act that I had no idea how to do. Oh, shit. I knew how to do one of the acts, but he like the last minute he was just like, you know what? I'm going to throw this act in there too. You're going to do it. <laughs> so, uh, we got there and I was, I was, I was scared shitless to be honest with you, just because one, yeah. I had no idea how to do the act. And so I spent uh, a good part of the afternoon just in the parking lot rehearsing over and over and over and over and over again, mm. all the way up until the point where I had to do it. And I did it. It was tough, but I did it. Yeah, but it was fun. Did did you get it completely correct, or did you did you mess up a little bit? Did you you know? Oh, I did it. I I, I did it correct. Oh, it yeah. was um, I I I was. It was one of those things where like I did it so many times it stuck in my head. Yeah. And so afterwards, after I did it, uh, going into that next week, traveling and starting the shows, I already knew it by then. Like I didn't even have to rehearse it. So nice. it worked out. Uh, do you ever like, I mean, I never did a live performance in front of like a group of people like you have. And my question, I always wonder this, like, do you, like, do you get nervous every time? Do you have a fear of like forgetting things at all? Or is it just now so natural and repetition that it's like, it's, it's just easy. It's like a, you know, waking up in the morning, brushing your teeth. Uh, so I would say, uh, so we did this act, uh, well, yeah, we did this act over at Planet Hollywood, over at the Miracle Mile Shop, the yeah. Sax Theater. Um, and doing those shows, like once I do a series of shows where it's the same, like I kind of get used to it. Yeah. Uh, I would still get like a, an adrenaline rush prior to going on stage, you know, like my heart would start racing. But like yeah. I wouldn't say I, I'm scared. Um, I don't know. We've done the act so many times to where like, you know, it's kind of uh uh, muscle memory mm-hmm. and if anybody does something like you know or if anybody messes up or anybody does something new it usually reads well because i mean nobody knows that like you know that wasn't supposed to happen and yeah. if you usually get us to react on it mm-hmm. about it on stage you know obviously the audience reads from it and they enjoy it a little bit more gotcha so. In- interesting and then um so you're doing the quiddlers and then when you start doing more acting in the sense of like going on sets and stuff like that. When do you start doing that st- type of roles? Uh, well, so I did, uh, I, I was doing uh, the Quiddlers and then actually my first big, uh, I don't even want to say it's big, but mm-hmm. uh, my first like decent size uh, uh, film gig was actually in one of the performers like short films. Yeah. Uh, it's on YouTube. It's called, uh, uh, bringing back the bot and uh, pretty much he he created this whole like scenario where like you know uh, these kids go down to this uh, this professor's house and like he's got all this it's very 80s-esque okay and yeah and so like if you if you look at him his, his name is uh, Russ and so like his character if you look at him he he looks like Doc Brown and uh, everything is very uh, reminiscent to like eighties movies and stuff like that. And nice. it's like towards the end, there's like a talent show and it's actually filmed at uh, the stage that we would perform at. And like, he had some of the other performers uh, do their thing and stuff like that. And, uh, uh, and he comes out and he's a robot and he does the robot. And it's very silly, but mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it, it came out to 20 minutes. Oh. Uh, with, 
seven minute long music video. And uh, it, it was my first paid uh, film gig, actually. What, what was it like? Because film is different than, you know, doing uh, a live performance. What was that like for you transitioning A and B? What was the experience on that set for you? So, I mean, honestly, I'm still transitioning from project to project. Mm-hmm. I'm still like always learning how yeah. to be a actor just because doing stage for so long, you know, and especially physical comedy, I react big yeah. a lot of the times. And, uh, uh, you know, people that work with me, I ask for a lot of playback and I, I feel that sometimes I kind of annoy people at times, but I like to see, you know, like yeah. what I'm doing because if I don't like it or if I think it's too big, you know, I can fix it and yeah. I can make it look good. So, and you know, I mean, again, that's another thing that like kind of goes back to Jackie Chan. He's a perfectionist. Like he'll spend two, three days just trying to do one scene perfectly, you know? Yeah, that's very true. You know, kick two things up in the air and catch it or do something, you know, but it has to be perfect. And, you know, and that's one thing that like, I, I kind of respect because like, you know, you're, you're making, you know, entertainment, you know, you're putting yeah. content up to entertain. You want to put up your best stuff. Like granted. Yeah. I like, if you look at my Instagram, I I've got like, you know, videos of me practicing and stuff like that. Yeah. And some of it looks ugly. Some of it looks clean, you know, what have you. Mm. But, uh, that's, you know, my documented process of like, you know, becoming an actor, becoming uh, a bigger stuntman and stuff like that. But when it comes down to like, you know, if I were to post something, say, uh, you know, a short film, I would want all the best content in there posted. And then if I want you to see like, you know, my bad side, we'll put bloopers up. Those are fun. But, uh, but yeah, you know, it's like, I I like to always I always like to, I, I don't want to call myself a perfectionist, but I want to always put up my best work. And so yeah. I guess I'm not too sure if I pissed off a lot of directors that way, but uh, that's just me. And that's just the way I work. I, I think that's a, I mean, I think that's a good thing also because it also helps the director also like know who you are in a sense too. And the, and the way you act so they can pick up on those things too. So they can also better direct you as well. I think. Yeah. So I think that's that's a good thing, and I and I and I and that's and that's why I believe. Um, and I would hope so. Yeah. I I do know that a lot of directors are under uh, a time crunch. They want to get shit done, and you know they want to get it done quickly. But yeah. uh, you know uh, you you can't rush art, and that's, you can't rush perfection either. I think that's another one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I also saw that you did. Uh, so you did. So you did that music video, but I also saw. I was looking at the IMDb just to get some stuff that you did as well. I saw you did uh, in um, my name is Art, which you were an actor and a choreographer for. Was that one of your first stunt like choreography uh, positions? Yeah. So uh, pretty much uh, that was directed by Shahab Zaghari. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime. Uh, if you have Amazon Prime, you can watch it for free. Okay. Otherwise. Two ninety nine, I think. Right. But uh, it's uh, that whole film was uh, filmed in uh, Las Vegas. Mm. Uh, pretty much, he brought me on. And he was like, "Dude, I, I think uh, you'd be great for this uh, for this short film." Yeah. He gave me the script. You know, I read it and I liked the. Uh, it's a sci fi base. I, I, I really, I really liked it a lot. So yeah. uh, he's like, "I want a fight scene. Can you put one in?" Yeah. And so. Uh, I, that fight scene in there, I mean, it's not, it's very silly and it's very, uh, environmentalist, 
and so I like environmental. What do you mean by that? Environmental, like you mean like using more of what's around you? Yes. So I use like, you know, objects within, uh, within the scene and stuff like that. And so, uh, it's not so much of a fight scene, but more so of just like a montage of just like, it is a fight scene, should I say. But, uh, it's, uh, if you watch it and you watch the short film, uh, towards the end, I guess it would make a lot more sense of why the fight scene was, uh, choreographed that way. Yeah. Um, but, and again, I mean, like, the ending is very open-ended. And I guess that's really the only thing I could say about that. Just gotcha. because we're not giving away every, everything. Yeah. So. yeah. Uh, also, like, also, too, stunt, like, doing the choreography, what is that like, Do like, you know, doing that? Because, again, I, I don't think we had anyone who was really doing stunt choreography on the show, so I never really got to talk to someone about it. Um, what is that whole process like? Like, how do you plan that out how do you work with your camera or your director with that as if you're choreographer doing the choreography for a stunt so usually i mean like just like most uh, other projects we always have rehearsals um for you know any action we always do a pre biz pretty much we kind of we create the fight scene we create uh uh, the angles of where uh, you know where the camera's going to go and how to shoot it you know and pretty yeah. much we pretty much uh, within the previs we we create the whole fight scene. So once we get on set, the only thing we have to do is just film. Mm-hmm. We know where everything's at. We know where the camera's going to go. We know what shots we're going to take. You know and stuff yeah. like that. So uh, honestly, I mean, like the creative process, uh, it's for me, it, it's a little bit more difficult uh, just because I kind of have to get in the zone. So there is a process for me. Yeah. I mean, like obviously. Like, Anybody like working out, I warm up, I kind of listen to music and start, kind of start like doing my own thing. And then once I kind of get in the zone, I start thinking of like, you know, punches and stuff like that, that I could do and different like, you know, combinations. That's when, that's when I usually start diving in. And yeah. I mean, obviously, once, once you start actually creating a fight scene, you, you start to feel a certain kind of flow. And from there you can kind of keep it going as long as you want. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, and that's all the fun. Like, yeah. I, again, I've always done like you know stage work and like a lot of physical comedy, and, mm. and so doing stunt work. This is just you know another extension of like you know my talents of yeah, basically of what I like and what I want to do. Definitely, and also question uh, a follow up question on that too. Is there a push and pull between you and the camera because of the angles that the camera wants and the the angles that you guys need to do to do safe? Uh, you know, punch safely or, you know, kick safely as well. Uh, I, no, uh, honestly, it's all just within one. It's all just within, uh, some of the lenses, like how close you get, how far you can get. But yeah. usually like you want to do big, like action, uh, like moves and stuff like that. Like a big kick. I mean, yeah. most of the, time the, the camera will probably be like 10 feet away from both the actors mm. with plenty of room for them to kind of like do the move and take it fall and stuff like that mm. and do the reaction. So, I mean, honestly, uh, it, I, I don't really find it too bad. I mean, like usually we could figure out a way to finagle it. And plus, you know, I mean, mm. when we, usually when we do choreograph these scenes, uh, we also kind of like keep in mind of like, you know, the cameraman and his choreography, because like, uh, a lot of a lot of film they usually take you know just one straight on angle you know you'll have your master shot yeah over the shoulders and you know and that's usually it but uh 
lately, you know, you, you get the, like the John Wick sequences where the camera will follow, you know, uh, the actor and like, you know, the action scenes will happen and then they'll kind of like step around and like get a front shot of the actor and them do an action. And then the actor will walk past them and then they'll turn with the actor and keep going. Like a lot of one shot takes and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, when, when we do the previs and then we incorporate the cameraman into the choreography, it's, it's really not that bad. Mm -hmm. And usually it's the cameraman that sells everything for us anyway. So, Gotcha. Uh, let me ask you this also. I was talking about fight choreography and all that stuff. What are you a fan of? Are you a fan of the the old school samurai, you know, martial arts film from like those earlier eras where there are very wide shots and you're seeing the action? Or are you a fan more of the, the close up, you know, punch style, like, you know, what you see in Taken, the Born, the Born series, or even John? Uh. <laughs> yeah, that- you heard my answer. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I said, uh, you can already hear my answer with that sigh. <laughs> I'm guessing so, the wide, but I, I might be wrong. I can't really tell by a facial reaction, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. Uh, again, I've, I've always been into being able to see, like, a fight scene is pretty much like a dance. Yeah. Uh, you know, and you want to be able to see what's going on. You want to be, uh, it's very physical. You want to see the, uh, the athleticism within the two performers move around. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, when it comes to the John Wick stuff, uh, I mean, like, the John Wick is, uh, the action that they do is very, the camera work is very, uh, move, like, it moves a lot. Yeah. But you can still read what they're doing, whereas, you know, if you watch Taken and you watch uh, the Bourne movies, like, you know, it's very close up and yeah. it's very, you know, static. And obviously they do that because, you know, they want to give the uh, feeling that, you're actually there and there is action, you yeah. know, without actually having to do too much. And I feel that something like that really takes away uh, from the performance. You know, I mean, there, there, there is an artwork to stunts. There is an artwork to fight choreography. And uh, I feel that, uh, I mean, I, I feel that it needs to be showcased. I, I, I totally agree with you hundred percent on that as well. Uh, Cause I, I like the, the wider shots. Like one of my favorite actually fight scenes, is actually uh, the protector where Tony Jaw does the whole staircase. Oh yeah, that's like one of my favorite fight scenes, probably. But besides, like any fight scene in Fist of Legend with Jet Li, is probably another one <laughs> where I'm like, those are which, like uh, which fight scene in that one? What was that? Which fight scene in Fist of Legend? Oh, you know that's tough for me because I, I like them all <laughs> to be honest. Uh-huh. <laughs> like I, I can't really make it. Like I, I haven't watched in a while, so I like. I can't be, I'm not really fresh on it, but like all of them, I, I thought all of them were great. Like I thought the whole movie was a masterpiece in like fighting cinema as well. Yeah. They had to, uh, in that one, they had to slow Jet Li down <laughs> because he was way too fast. The camera couldn't, uh, couldn't read him. He was way too fast. That's fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. God damn. It's a great movie. That Love is, that movie. That is, oh my god, that's a classic. That's so freaking good. Um, so going back after you did, uh, my name is Art. I also saw you did Adversary. Yeah, with uh, uh, Sean McCoy. Okay, he goes by the name of uh, his production company is Korea Black, mm. and uh, he he's done he's done a bunch of different uh, uh, projects. Uh, that's a uh, Michael Forsh brought me. Uh, 
Michael Force is a really good friend. He yeah. uh, he always looks out for me. He's actually the one that really got me into the business. And so starting off, a lot of the projects that I booked were through him. And nice. So, uh, this was actually, um, we worked on another project. I can't remember what it was actually called, but uh, uh, it was in lieu of adversary. And then afterwards, uh, Sean gave me a call. And he was like, hey, man, I would love to use you for uh, this scene. And I was like, yeah, sure. And so um, he sent it into a couple other film festivals and it won uh, Best Short. Nice. And it also won uh, 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 Best Supporting Actor, Gus Langley. I'm not too sure if you know who he is in Vegas. But no, I do not. I apologize. No, I don't have to apologize to me. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. I apologize to everyone who's listening then. <laughs> uh, has that come out? Because I I remember seeing photos. I saw a trailer for it, but has it come out? Because I was trying. I think I've been trying. I tried to look for it a couple times, but I haven't. Is it out on YouTube or is it like on Amazon Prime? Adversary. Uh, I know that. I I mean, I've only seen clips of it on Vimeo. I'm not too sure if it's actually out or not. Okay, uh, that's actually a good question though, because I would like to see it. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen I haven't seen the the full uh, full on movie, but uh, I mean, obviously, it's finished because it's been submitted and it's won awards. So. Yeah, and then I saw there's sequels for it as well. So, and I saw that you're working on those. Yeah, we're uh, we're. I mean, like it's in development. Mm. Uh, obviously, everything got kind of got slowed down from there. But yeah, uh, um, yeah all those are very post apocalyptic apocalyptic. Uh, uh, westerns, yeah, sci-fi westerns. So it's uh, his, his genre is very interesting, but I, I I dig it though. It's dark fantasy. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I can't wait. To, uh, hopefully, hopefully we find out about those movies. If I'd like to see them. <laughs> like, yeah, we yeah we were we were supposed to film back in September, mm-hmm. and then everything just kind of started. Not in September. I'm sorry. So it was actually last September. Yeah, when we were supposed to start filming. And then production kind of got pushed back because uh, it just kind of crept too close to the holidays. And yeah. then as soon as the holidays were over, we had another schedule to meet up and start filming. And then pandemic, yeah. 2020 happened. Uh, 20, what is 2020? <laughs> this this has never happened before. <laughs> what, yeah, I know, right? I, we skipped a year. Let's, let's, but you know, I, 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 I'm going to jump ahead on this one. Go I got to tell you, though, 20 for my career, acting-wise, though, has actually been the best best year hey that's that's awesome that's great actually so it's it's very rare to hear that but uh i mean especially for an acting career too like i've i've done pretty much all my biggest projects just within this year that's that's great and and i know you did uh i cannot pronounce it so if joseph espinoza is listening i apologize for the millionth time (laughs) but (laughs) i can't say it delecion i i I fucking said it finally joseph be proud of me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I say it wrong too. I call it Delecione. Yeah, I know that wrong too. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I actually said Delicatessen once to someone. I was like, "Hell yeah, you see that movie?" And I'm like, what? That's not the name. I'm like, "Oh shit." <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I always get that too. Like uh, people will ask me, "Like, hey man, what's that project you're doing?" Delecione. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was that uh, experience like? That's uh, from what I saw. Uh, it looks like it was your first major role, in a sense. Would that be correct? 
that one was, uh, let's see, that was my second major okay. role in a feature. What was your first major role in a feature? Did I miss uh, that? Did I, did I, did I miss no, that, it, it hasn't, uh, it hasn't been released yet. I actually filmed that in June. It's called, uh, six wheels from hell. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Was, we, uh, we met up in, uh, uh, Boulder city somewhere. Uh, Nelson's Landing or Nelson's Ghost Town. Yeah, that's where it's at. Well, let me go back to Six Wheels from Hell real quick then first. And then we'll go to okay. Della. Oh, God, I fucked up again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, because I, I, like I said, I was reading yeah. the IMDb and I saw that the Six Wheels from Hell was coming out like in 2021 or some shit like that. If I wrote down the yeah, correct so, date. So, yeah. Tell me about Six so, Wheels from yeah, Hell. We filmed that in June. Okay. Uh, we, we filmed that movie. Uh, Feature film, we filmed that in eight days. Wow. It's wild. That is wild. wild. Yeah. Uh, especially in the summer uh, in Nelson's uh, ghost town. So yeah. uh, most of the scenes were filmed inside of a bus or like a truck. So, uh, yeah, the premise is like uh, uh, four college kids graduate and they're on their way to Vegas to start uh, start the new semester. Yeah. But uh, on the way there, run into a crazy trucker that uh, takes them on uh, an adventure of hijinks. <laughs> like, uh, it sounds like Duel. It's got this Duel vibe. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, the, like Steven Stewart movie where the truck driver is like following the dude the whole time? Uh, in a sense, yeah. Okay. So it's very... Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to, uh, how to put it. It's it's a very suspense thriller horror film. Like it's okay. gruesome. Yeah, I got bloody. I got I got bloodied up pretty damn good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So uh, <laughs> I got I, I I got I got uh, beat up pretty good. Uh, electrocuted and uh, jeez. Yeah. So Sounds- it was, it, I put in some acting, uh, some reaction work in there. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> How that feel being electrocuted? So- no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Um, I was nervous about that, to be honest with you. Oh, really? What, what, yeah. How now? I'm, I'm obviously they're not using real electrocution. So, like, what, what, what are they doing for that then? What do you mean, not real? Electrocution? Is it is it, is it real electrocution that they're actually electrocuting you? <laughs> no, I'm um, kidding, I'm kidding. Oh shit! Yeah, I was like, oh fuck! I I really <laughs> I'm like, well, I mean, I've seen Jackass before, so I mean, maybe they they really want to feel the. The real physical comedy, and he's a physical comedy type of guy. So. <laughs> like, it's not shit. real unless it's real. Yeah. Uh, no, I I watched a lot of videos of people getting electrocuted, and it wasn't fun. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, you know, obviously, like I wanted to give a real uh, performance. You know, I wanted to give something believable, and so I studied. Uh, you know, the convulsions. I studied the way people would lock up. I would study, you know, how people would scream and react and as it went on, like how they would continue to move and stuff like that. And it, uh, I mean, like it, it wasn't uh, great mentally, but mm. I, I feel I killed that performance. It was a yeah. lot of fun. I, I definitely uh, screamed enough to where I had no voice for at least uh, two days. I, I hope so. that was towards the end of the filming because that would suck if it was in the first scene that you did and then you had no voice for the next two days and you're filming the rest of the film in eight days. Well, see, that happened, actually. Oh, oh shit, never mind. Uh, I, the first night, 
Well, see that that scene. We didn't film that scene until like I want to say maybe uh, the next week. Mm-hmm. But uh, there was a, we started production uh, on a Thursday. Gotcha. And they didn't need me the next day, but I had lost my voice from uh, screaming and you know yeah. giving out lines like that from the night prior. Jeez. But luckily, I was able to get my voice back in time to lose my voice again. Oh, <laughs> always a plus. I mean, oh, yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> sometimes you have to lose some, sometimes you gain them back and sometimes you lose them again. Uh, <laughs> what was that? What was that also like being your first feature film and having that set experience for that? Cause that's a little different than what you're, you're seeing like you're doing prior to that with the shorts and stuff like that too. Is that just another uh, day uh, at the office for you? No. I mean, like, honestly, I, like I said, every, Every time I get on set, I yeah. start a new project. It's always a new learning experience. Yeah. And because this was my first uh, feature film, you know, I wanted to make sure I was always on time. Yeah. I'm always on time regardless, but, you know, I it's one of those things where, like, you really make sure of uh, certain things. So, mm-hmm. like, I always made sure that I was, you know, always there on time. I always had my lines ready, and I was, I was always prepared to, uh, to do whatever, you know, they yeah. needed me to do. And, uh Honestly, I just wanted to uh, I just wanted to get the experience of what it was like to actually create a feature film. Yeah, we had some long days, but the fact that we we were able to bust this out in eight days like that was that was really impressive. And yeah. so it, it inspired me because I mean I have ideas for future projects for myself. Mm. So it was uh, it was nice to to know like you know what was going on yeah. you know behind the camera and how they were working and making things uh, happen. Well, um, an- another question too for that was, Oh my God, I, fuck. I blanked out now. Oh my God. <laughs> I had the question and I just like, I said, I have a question and I just totally, Oh my God, this is typical me. Um, oh, you know, I was going to say, I was going to say a statement about what you said about the long days of filming is, you know, those are, I, you know, it doesn't feel like it's a long day. You, you look at the clock when you're done, you're like, Holy shit, I did this for, 12 hours or 16 hours, whatever it is, but it doesn't feel like that at all. Cause I guess you're just, you know, I don't know. I mean, I'm guessing for you, the adrenaline, the, you know, just the, on the keeping the pace of just moving and moving and constantly moving. And there's no really no downtime. It just always feels like it just flies by for me personally, but. Well, as an actor, mm. there is a lot of downtime for me. I mean, like when they need me, like I'm ready, yeah. you know, and I'm there. But uh, you know, for for the actors, there there usually is a lot of downtime, yeah, know, a lot of sitting around. But it does go by fairly quickly, just because you know, this is uh, for me. It's this is where I want to be, you know, yeah. and it, it's a lot of fun. I get a lot of enjoyment from it too. So mm. time really does go by, even when there's like not really much to do besides sit around and. Uh, go over your script, you know, and yeah. just kind of work it. But, um, I mean, honestly, like, I, I feel that the only time it, it gets to where like, you know, Oh man, it's been a crazy, uh, we've been here for crazy long is when it starts to get about around like 1230, 1am, yeah. you know, and that's when I'm just like, uh, okay. If I've been there since like, you know, 1pm or something like that. True. I mean, uh, did you, did you, uh, did you feel that way when you have like, 12 takes later and you're like, Oh my God, we didn't get this yet. <laughs> oh man. Like sometimes it, it, it makes me nervous <laughs> when something, something like that happens. Yeah. But uh, usually it's, it's just one of those things where it's like, once it gets to a certain point, you know, we, 
well, all of us have kind of realized like, all right, well, we're just going to have to save it for another day or save it for tomorrow or go back at it again. So yeah. reschedule it, which, you know, is perfectly fine. I'd much rather reschedule something than have to force in a uh, sloppy performance for, you know. Totally, totally understandable. Like, totally understandable. You know? And then after Six Wheels, you did uh, Joseph's Project. I'll just, I'll just leave it at yeah. that name. <laughs> so uh, how did you get how'd you get that role? How did you get um, in with Joseph? Well, so this is, uh, this is funny. Uh, it was through Instagram. So I, I have actually gotten a lot of work just from my social media, just, uh, posting training videos, you know, and, you know, just working at the craft. And I guess like, you know, it's starting to reach other people. And, uh, he, he messaged me, uh, through, uh, through Instagram and he was like, Hey, listen, I'm, uh, I am filming this, uh, this movie we're doing casting and I would love for you to audition for this role. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you interested? And I thought about it for a second. Uh, one, I, I clicked on the name uh, because it was, uh, off wolf productions. Yeah. I've never heard of them before. I wasn't too sure if I was going to do it or not. You know, we had no mutual friends or anything like that, mm-hmm. but I sat there and I just kind of, I, I kept reading before I even responded. I just kind of kept reading the message over and over and over again. Yeah. And I gave him an answer. I want to say maybe a couple hours later. And I was like, you know what? Yes. Yes, I do. Um, and so he sent, he sent me the script and uh, uh, obviously, you know, I worked on it and I was, yeah. uh, I was prepared for the audition. And when I got to the audition and I looked around and I saw like who all was there, it was very tight knit. Uh, it was very, very intimate. And so I knew that the people that he reached out to were already considered for that part. He just wanted to see them read. Mm-hmm. So as I feel that like everyone that I saw at, uh, within the, uh, uh, uh audition room, I, I, I think everyone got, uh, was casted. There might've been like maybe one or two that, that weren't, but, yeah. uh, I specifically remember looking around and I saw everyone there. So I think he had an idea of who he wanted uh, to be in his film. Yeah. So, and uh, how did you, how was that set? Did you enjoy that set? But what you learned, what did you take away from that set? I'm sorry. So uh, I took away, uh, there's a couple of things. One, I mean, like uh, I've met awesome group of people, like mm. so such a talented group of actors and, uh, and, uh, uh, behind the scenes workers, you know, pr- crew members and stuff like that. Like it, it was very cultural too, you know, yeah. uh, this is a uh, Mexican American, you know, and so is Caesar, he's Mexican American too. And it was, yeah. was kind of cool seeing that like, you know, they're working, like, you know, they put part of their culture within this movie, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, in like certain scenes and certain places, you know, and like to give that feel, and especially with Jose Anthony too, you know, yeah. you know, he, he given his, his style, you know, and his swag. Uh, <laughs> uh, we, we were busting each other's chops the whole time. Oh, so, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, honestly, it was the culture. I, I yeah. really enjoyed, uh, I really enjoyed taking in the culture and like, you know, uh, working with, with, with all of them. It was, it was great. Mm. Um, met a lot of new friends. Uh, we filmed this whole, it, another funny thing too, is that it wasn't supposed to be a feature. Yeah, I remember him telling that. me that. Yeah, I had Joseph on the so, show. Yeah, yeah, thirty minutes, and uh, 
uh, it turned into what an hour and ten minutes. So, yeah, an hour, an hour and eleven, I think. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get exact for you for a second. <laughs> <laughs> wow, there you go. Coming in with the facts. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just giving you one. I'm trying to one up you on that one. I think it's, I think it's. Uh, I don't know, I see. <laughs> Sorry, but, uh, I feel like this was cool. So I like we filmed uh, on weekends mainly. Uh, we didn't really have too many like late nights. Yeah, uh, it was all very like we go, we get there, bust out the scene, and we took off. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was uh, in the middle of September. I had no idea when. Like I thought they were just going to bust it out within two weeks as yeah. well, just like in, uh, six weeks of hell. Yeah, but uh, I guess Joseph's plan was to film weekend by weekend yeah. as the month went on. And so I had no idea that he was planning on that. And I actually scheduled uh, surgery. Oh shit. Uh, in the middle of the month of September. And so what's really funny though, is that there's parts of, there's parts of the movie where I'm like really weak and feeble <laughs> because I'm recovering from surgery. Oh my God. I have to watch the movie again just to find these. Cause I didn't notice that at all. <laughs> But uh, it, uh, Joe, he really worked with me on that one. You know, I told him that, uh, like, and I felt I, I was really scared that, like, you know, he was going to go with somebody else. Yeah. Uh, because you know, I I felt that I would have been okay with like scheduling my surgery at this time. And then when he told me the days that he planned on filming, that's when I was like, oh man, like, I got to let you know what's going on. Yeah. He worked with me, man. I mean, he was he was so cool about it. He he's one of the most Laid back directors I've ever worked with. Nice. So that's a that's a plus. Uh, oh yeah. Well, so also, how long did it take? I don't think I don't think I asked him that. Like, how long was it? How many days did you shoot then total? How many weekends? Uh, so it pretty much it took us all the way up until the second week of October. Gotcha. Okay. So we started. I want to say maybe the second week of September, mm. and we filmed every weekend except for one weekend. Gotcha. And then after that, you know, it was all the way up until the second week of October. And so, like, we never did more than, like, three days of filming, which I don't think we did. Uh, I felt that I was I was on set pretty much almost every single day that we filmed, except for maybe, like, two scenes. Yeah, I, I think you're mostly in that movie, if I'm not mistaken, you're a main character, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I, I, I think I, I mean I watched the movie. I feel like I've seen you in at least eighty-five to ninety percent of the movie. Uh, I got a little. <laughs> uh, what was uh, what was your favorite scene uh, from that movie? What was your fa- what was your best scene that you either you did or like, you're like or you be humble about it and be like, oh no, I like this scene better. <laughs> uh, my favorite scene was probably the scene with uh, the police chief and mm. I'm pretty much like trying to get a uh, search warrant to search, uh, uh, search Jose Anthony's house. Yeah. Oh yes. I, didn't, I, I uh, that was actually the first scene that we filmed. And so that's why I pretty much want to say that was like the best one because mm. I was like, you know, you start the project and like, you know, that first scene that you do, you're going to give like everything that you have. Not that I don't give everything that I have yeah. now, but, that was just that was the scene that I was like, okay, I'm in the zone. I'm gonna make. It. Yeah, it's that day one jitters. And, I think they call it. Oh yeah, and so I was I was really happy with that scene, and then of course as as the time went on, you know, uh, all of us got really more relaxed. You know, we got to know each other a little bit more, and yeah. like we were able to kind of figure out, you know, 
how uh, we were going to pretty much like deliver the scene because mm. every time we go on set, especially with Jose Anthony, mm. he always brought, he always creates something, uh, something to throw you off. Like he always did something that was like, you know, he wanted you to react naturally to something and it wouldn't necessarily have to pertain to the scene. It would just yeah. add to the scene. And so I was always prepared for something with him. Cause like I even asked him too. he was, there's one night we're all there and I was like, Hey man, uh, you want to, you want to go over the lines, you know, uh, just work the scene until uh, we have to film. And yeah. he was like, I don't, I don't like going over the lines. Uh, and I was like, all right, well, that's fine with me, man. <laughs> so I, you know, I just kind of did my own thing. And I, uh, that's when I realized like, that's, that's the reason why he's, he's trying to kind of create his own character to kind of give for natural reactions and stuff like that. Gotcha. So, uh, can you give me an example of something that you remember that sticks out to you? So, uh, there's two, uh, there's one where, uh, there's a scene where I find Johnson's uh, body and, you know, it's very emotional and stuff like that. He grabs my shoulder and he squeezes as hard as he can or as hard as he could. And uh, he was just trying to get a reaction from me. And for me, I was just in the character. And so I ignored it. Mm. But in my head, I was thinking, why the fuck is this guy squeezing my shoulder so fucking hard? Like, dude, chill out, man. there was another time, sorry. All good. So, there was another time, um, and actually this scene wasn't with me, it was with uh, Morena. Uh, she was the secretary, and um, it was the pool scene, and as he was leaving, uh, or exiting that scene, he hands her the wrench that he's holding on to, and uh, he was like, yeah, I wasn't even supposed to give it to her, and you could kind of see on her face, she she's a little confused as, as to why she's holding on to this this yeah. wrench. And yeah, that was it, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's small stuff, but, you know, it's the small stuff that actually pays off. And, yeah, definitely. You know, all the scene. So, so after uh, Joseph's movie, I saw Station to Station. Is that, yeah. Is that in production? So, you know, is that completed? I don't remember if I saw correctly if there was anything next to it. So I'm not, you know, to be honest with you, I'm not really quite sure. Uh, that one is very interesting. That was actually my second feature film. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You, you, you lied to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, all right. So we're building chronological, trust. Order, chronological <laughs> order, I did Six Wheels from Hell, yeah. then Station to Station, okay. and then uh, uh, Election. But uh, in in Station to Station, which is really funny though, is because I forgot I did it. It was uh, <laughs> I've got such a small part, yeah. uh, such a small part. Like my character uh, was not important whatsoever, but the scene was, and it was pretty much to kind of like reveal the true character of the main antagonist. Mm. So I, honestly, it was a it was a rush call. My friend Kate Farrow, uh, which I've done several different projects with her. Uh, she was in Babe with me. Um, we, so we've got uh, a history of fighting together. Oh. Uh, but uh, uh, she uh, she was in that movie, and I guess they needed uh, um, somebody like my height, my build, and you know, kind of like Asian looking. So uh, they needed for a rush call just to do the scene, and so she called me up. She's like, "Hey, uh, I'm not too sure how much it pays, but uh, it's a feature film. Do you want to? Do you want to go for it? And I was like, absolutely. Nice. So she's like, oh. 
she sent my info. They sent me uh, the script and they're like, this is the scene we're going to be filming uh, this day. Uh, so we'll see what the time. So I got there. I was literally there for two hours. Oh, wow. I think that was probably, that was probably the quickest uh, uh, acting gig I've ever had within film. Was that in Vegas? Just, yeah, it was oh. in Vegas. Nice. So, uh, and again, the scene was like, I only had like maybe like, four or five lines like dialogue in between myself and like the main antagonist. And then the scene was over and that was it. Oh, uh, called it a day. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I, I guess like they, uh, I was only there for two hours. They, they wrapped up. I'm not too sure if it's finished or not, but, mm-hmm. uh, it's on IMDb now and yep. I hope they're doing great things with it. And, and then the last thing I saw was heavy lies, which is, uh, is that, and that's coming out next year. And there's also, I think one more thing I need to ask you too. Uh, but I'll, I'll start with Heavy Lies first. Okay. So Heavy Lies. <laughs> okay, okay. So Heavy Lies. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, it's a short. Okay. Uh, so I actually, I booked that uh, before uh, 2020. Actually, no, I think I want to say I booked that as soon as 2020 happened. I was actually, I was in the Philippines at the time. Mm-hmm. And I sat in a, an audition tape and then they, uh, Joseph Chafari reached back out to me and he was like, Hey man, I'd love to have you uh, in the film. So I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. So uh, we started filming back in March and then uh, again, COVID happened. Yeah. Uh, but the great thing was, is that we filmed all of my scenes. Oh, so, uh, perfect. He wanted, yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> he wanted the, he wanted to cast me for a specific fight scene. Mm. So uh, we started uh, choreographing that back in February. Uh, Joseph uh, Moroda. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yeah. So he was the one that actually choreographed that fight scene. Uh, we uh, took about a month and then uh, we started filming. And actually, it was uh, we filmed the Sunday mm-hmm. prior to um, Sisolak pretty much uh, shutting down. Uh, shutting down. Yeah. So, and the crazy thing about that was is that uh, there's a chase scene. So we did two scenes. We mm. we chase scene earlier on in the day. And then I had to leave because I had uh, um, I was a uh, I'm a stagehand for a, a magic show. It was mm. an afternoon show, and so yeah. I had to leave to do that. And then as soon as we finished that, the show got out about around like I'd say five o'clock. Yeah, I shot over to location, which was filmed underneath the. Uh, highway uh over on flamingo yes yeah uh, we literally had from five o'clock all the way until uh sundown to pretty much film that you know at the time i think sundown was like seven maybe six thirty but uh we filmed that whole that whole fight scene in 40 minutes and, wow uh, yeah no the light lighting looks amazing absolutely amazing oh wait wait under flamingo on the highway you said yeah. So, uh, over like, you know, uh, where the 15 and yeah, yeah. Flamingo, comes, uh, there's like that, uh, industrial area back up over oh, there. Okay. I got like really scared for a second. I'm like, you, you pulled over <laughs> on the 15 and that's under Flamingo. Cause I, my, I'm a drive past there every fucking day going home and going to work. And I'm like, no. So I'm like, all right, the industrial area. Now I know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, not exactly on that. Okay. Uh, off to the side, yeah. We did, uh, uh, Joe and I, we did uh, some locations. Yeah. And 
he found that perfect spot, which I would love to actually go back and film another fight. Scene, yeah. But, uh, yeah. So we filmed, uh, we, we filmed that whole scene within a day. Uh, we pre-visited like no other for a whole month. And then, uh, like I said, yeah, 40 minutes, that whole fight scene in 40 minutes. Wow. That's, that's mm-hmm. awesome. That's impressive too. I don't, I don't think I've ever heard of a fight scene, like take 40, like just finish it in 40 minutes. Well, I mean, and again, that's, that's why, you know, the previs and the rehearsals really help, you know, yeah. if we're able to pretty much choreograph it and uh, choreograph it and set up uh, camera work, pretty much all we have to do is just get on scene, do the same thing over again. Yeah. Being um, so. so I think I saw, let me correct me if I'm wrong. I think, are you on lineage? The series also? Yeah. 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 Yes, I, I, am. I just had a uh, Victoria and uh, Dean, on on my the uh, show uh sixty two three episodes ago I believe or four no, right, right yeah on. I think that was when you originally had me scheduled yeah I might have had originally yes I, we might have originally, no 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 that was a couple of weeks ago actually it was, yeah it was in person this was uh, on the phone uh last what was it? I can't think I was off all week I can't think of uh Sunday <laughs> last Sunday yeah, yeah that's what it was we recorded it last okay. Sunday yeah. So, uh, how'd you get, how'd you get on that project? Um, Facebook, to be honest with you. I saw, uh, I see a lot of casting, uh, casting calls on Facebook and I I feel that that's a tool that is not uh, utilized, uh, properly, Mm. you know? So, uh, a lot of the, uh, a lot of the first, uh, projects that I started off with usually all came from Facebook too, Mm. but. I saw them. Uh, I saw the casting call on there, and they're looking for uh, two different characters. Yeah, and I sat there and I thought about it. And I was like, eh, I'm not too sure. Are you a supernatural fan? If I may ask. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I've seen one episode, one or two episodes. That's uh, one more than me. So. Uh, yeah, uh, one of them had like a. Uh, it was a slasher yeah. episode. I, it was pretty cool, but yeah, it's. Uh, when it comes to CW, um, Arrow and The Flash have been the only shows that truly taken I, over. My, uh, I agree interest. with you. I I totally agree with you on those two shows, and I do like Supergirl as well. I won't lie. Oh yeah, well, it's it's pretty good. It's not bad actually. It's not I, bad. The, I, first, I, the first season was mad, but it got better towards the end of the first season of Supergirl, mm-hmm. and then I moved it to CW, and now I'm like, this is perfect. This is what we need. It on CW. Yeah. They they upgrade uh, they downgraded in production but upgraded in writing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, hey, you know what? Can't complain. Can't complain. No, no, not at all. They've got a great cult following, and you know, yeah. it's uh, they pretty much control TV when it comes to uh, uh, DC uh, superheroes. Yeah. Have you watched Titans? By the way, I know that's a little off topic of of, uh, of lineage, real quick. But did you watch Titans at all yet? I've seen. Bits and pieces of it. I, I've watched the fight scenes, and I like it. I like the fight scenes. I'm not too convinced by like uh, if I believe the characters. Did you see the fight scene with uh, Bruce and uh, Dick Grayson? I think it's from season two. It was on YouTube. I saw it, and I was like, "This is this is this is an awesome Batman fight scene." No, I haven't. It's it's really I've good. Seen, I've only seen stuff from the first season. Okay, I will find. I think it's from the second season, but I will find it. It might be from first. I will find it, and I'll send it to you. I want to get your okay. opinion on that one uh, <laughs> later on, but uh, lineage. So you found it on Facebook, mm-hmm. and uh, and you just bam cast it. 
Well, I wasn't too sure if I was even going to audition for it. And it was one of those things where like, again, if I see, if I see a casting call, I'll sit on it for a little bit and I'll just kind of weigh out my options. I was like, do I really want to go after this? You know, do I want to put in the time? Cause yeah. obviously like, you know, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. I'm yeah. going to give it my all. And, uh, I think it was one of those things where, yeah, cause I, I, I just wasn't too sure if I, you know, fit the characters or not. Yeah. And, couple hours later they said that they've already casted like one other character and so i was like you know what yes i do want to i do want to audition and so i uh i think i was at the gym when i saw that mm-hmm. i saw that they casted and so i hurried up finished my my workout cleaned up and then i did my audition mm-hmm. and i it, later on that night uh they called me back and they're like hey we'd love to have you aboard and i actually became one of the one of the core four is what they call that's awesome. That's yeah. Uh, yeah. And how's it been? I know you guys are just filming like, you know, short little things right now, but, uh, they, you know, the set I heard really awesome. Uh, you know, it's been a, it's been, I heard really good things. So I, I wish you guys total luck on that lineage thing. Oh, thank you very much. You're welcome. Um, is there any other projects that you have coming up in the pipeline or you kind of like just whatever's out there right now is kind of finding what you can. Well, as of right now, I'm just, uh, I've been doing auditions, uh, obviously just going on and, you know, going through, uh, the different, uh, casting sites yeah. and, you know, submitting to which ones, uh, I fit for. I've been able, I've been lucky enough to be able to get audition tickets and be able to submit. And honestly, that's, that's really what I want to do. Uh, it, it'd be nice to, you know, book, you know, a gig, you know, and, but, uh, I think now it's more so of just being able to get auditions. Like mm. uh, I'd just much rather be able to put my face out there. Like yeah. if I'm not fit for whatever they see for this project, hopefully I'm fit for something else, you know, but mm. uh, I think uh, just being able to get the auditions now for me as an actor is more than booking it just because it's tough. You know, yeah. it's, it's tough. Has it has it been a lot tougher now that it's realized with COVID? Um, uh, the only thing that I would have to say that's more tough is that uh, you have to go out there earlier. If uh, if you do what I do, you know, you reside in Las Vegas and yeah. then you go out to Los Angeles. I mean, they have to do COVID testing, so you have to go out there earlier, do yeah. a scheduled COVID test, and then you know. You could either stay out there or come back home and then go back out there. So there is a lot of travel. But wouldn't you have to get like a COVID test again if you went back home and waited and then so wouldn't wouldn't you want to just stay out there? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you could stay out there, but you also gotta think too, it's just like you're in your car, you True. know? Yeah. Uh, you're social distancing from like everybody else. The only thing that's dip uh, gonna change is just the uh the atmosphere, you know. Yeah, that's true. And you're gonna have to stop and get gas. I guess there's that risk, but yeah. I mean, you play that risk every day, you know, mm. just trying to uh, go about things. And Yeah. But uh, I mean, so yeah, I mean, I've been lucky enough to do auditions for, uh, for a couple commercials. I had a self tape this morning, uh, came in very, very last minute. Uh, so I had to film that um, as soon as I woke up and get that spinned at 10 AM. So that yeah. was nice. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, 
honestly, like as for projects, it's uh, it's really slowed down as mm. the holiday season. You yeah. know, people yeah. are kind of taking it easy. So I've been uh, creatively, you know, sticking to projects that you know have kind of come out to me, and I've started writing. I've so far I've written two scripts. Nice. Uh, I'm working on two more that I want to film. Uh, I'm definitely filming one of them. Uh, yeah, for sure. It's uh, it's based on a true story um, from a buddy of mine that I used to know back east. Yeah. So uh, that's yeah. really all I can give as of right now, just because or for the, uh, tell you about that. Yeah. Uh, just because I don't I don't really like to talk about uh, uh, projects I'm working on. Yeah. I'll tell you, I'll, I'll tell you about, uh, you know, projects as I'm working on them, but, uh, projects that like I plan to work on, I don't, uh, I like to keep those to myself until I actually do it. Totally understandable. And if I may ask also, cause you said you were writing now, uh, some scripts. Yeah. What is so that like I, going from now, you know, stunt actor to act an actor and now, and now writing as well too now and your repertoire. I, I feel that, uh, you know, every actor, if you want to get good at the business, you know, learn everything uh, there is to uh, uh, to uh, the artwork, you know, whether it be in front of the camera, behind the camera, you know, actually operating the camera, directing. Uh, so uh, a couple of them, a couple of the, uh, the scripts that I wrote out, I do plan on acting in them. Uh, and a couple of them I do plan on directing and actually shooting myself. Oh, shit. So I now you're transitioning yeah. even more. I uh, I've got uh, I've got big plans, you know, and I want to keep uh, I want to keep moving, you know. I don't want to stay stagnant. You know, I yeah. feel that uh, a lot of people they they stop doing it because they they they're not getting anything done, and mm-hmm. so in a time where I can't really do too much, why not do my own stuff? You know. Very true. Yeah. Uh, so now we'll get to the second part of the podcast. Now this is where we talk about the film community in Vegas and we talk about the strengths, the weaknesses and what can we do to get to the next level. Um, let's start with the positives in life, the strengths, the positives or the strengths, um, you know, what, what have you seen? I mean, honestly, it's just like, uh, it's just being, su- uh, support, mm-hmm. giving support, getting support, you know, uh, cheering on the other actors that are in the realm. Like yeah. if, uh, I mean, we're all Facebook friends. We all kind of know each other within uh, within the groups, uh, the Facebook groups that we're a part of, uh, you know, whatever social media platforms we do. And, you know, I see that people are posting, uh, you know, a lot of their work and everything that they, they're doing. And, you know, I've, I've always been big on, you know, supporting them. And I see the support that I get back and it, it comes back, you know, yeah. it, it all comes back and, so that's pretty much I, I would have to say is support. Just always be supportive. Any other strengths that you see in the film community here? It's growing. It's growing. It's growing, and people are hungry, and people are doing the same. They're filming, they're creating content, and they're pushing it out. And so I just think, that, uh, honestly, like if you want to do if you want to do acting, you want to get in the acting realm, you want to get in the film, you want to learn how to do this stuff. Mm-hmm pay attention to the Facebook and what's going on. Ask, reach out if you can help out. Most of the stuff in Vegas usually is free anyways, unfortunately. But, you know, we are all growing. Not all of it is free and a lot of the actors know their worth and stuff like that. So, uh, I I like to pick and choose on uh, the projects that I do for free and 
the ones that I don't. So, um, and honestly, it's just keeping up with it, knowing that yeah. uh, it's growing and eventually it's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's only so much you can put the free into freelance as well. Yeah. <laughs> and then on yeah. top, and even like, you know, it's funny you talk about the Facebook uh, groups. You have to be like a sniper on that shit because I've seen <laughs> stuff where like someone posts something and and then you miss it and then you find it again later on in your feed and you're like, mm-hmm. wait, this has 26 comments now? How the fuck did this happen? Yeah. And then it's like, yeah. you're pushed to the bottom and like, what? what's the point of me even now like <laughs> messaging the person? Like you probably found someone within the, the 26 comments that you fucking want. I need someone. You know what? No, that, and that's the thing. That's, uh, that's actually uh, the mindset that you have to cancel. On. Yeah. What's the point? It's like, that's the point is finding it. Oh, yeah. I found it. I'm just going to post it. I'm just going to submit. I'm going to reach out. Because you never know, you know. That's I very mean, true. And I, that, I, I, uh, the lineage thing, you know, I, I wasn't even going to submit. I, I found it. And then they said that they found, a couple hours later, they said that they already casted one of the main characters. And so mm. I was like, you know what? That other role was still open. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go for it, you know. Yeah. I ended up getting it. And so, you know, that uh, I, I feel that uh, that is the point. Yeah. I guess you would say. <laughs> <laughs> and then um no more no more any more strengths before we go into the next weaknesses mm-hmm. or the negatives uh, uh honestly for strengths what was just, that just just keep doing it if, if i'm just gonna go last on strength yeah i'm just gonna just do it you yeah. know one has a camera that's attached to the phone you know just set up different angles practice learn how you do it post yeah. it and we'll figure it out so but for negatives um or weaknesses. I you know a lot of people say negative is a bad term. It's- yeah, I mean we. It's obviously like the reality of it is knowing that you know. Yeah. You're not always going to have consistent uh, consistent work, and so you just need to know that uh, when you don't have something, it's okay. It'll come in. Mm-hmm. Just be positive about that, you know. Yeah. And I mean that's and I, I feel that that's like the, the biggest negative about it is that. Uh, the lack of work. Cause like once you start getting work, it's great. But like once it starts to kind of go cold, mm-hmm. you don't really have anything. It's just like, Oh man, when am I going to get something new? When am I going to get something new? Yeah. You know, and so just always being on your toes. Yeah. Uh, any other, any other weakness or negative? Uh, I mean, honestly, I, it all comes down to like your mindset and yeah. like usually you're, your mind is just probably going to take you down to the wrong places to make you want to quit like that. And so that's, uh, that's where I found most of the negative or the weakness has has come from. And, you know, it's, you just got to keep up. Yeah. That's it. What, what do you think then we can, well, I'm going to, I'm going to assume something, but I'm not going to say it, but I'll let you say it. But what can we think, what can we do to get to that next level as a community? Like what can we do to improve, get better? Hmm. Just, I, I say, continue creating, continue, mm. uh, continue, uh, trying to create these new festivals. I mean, like, look at the Vegas, uh, art community, look how much that has grown. I mean, granted, you know, with the help of Tony Shea, but you know, I mean, it's the film industry, you know, you've, yeah. you've got so many like, you know, up and coming, great, talented people, like, you know, that, uh, um, uh, they're, they're on the rise, you know? And so like they're, they're creating all this stuff out here in Vegas. And so I feel that, you know, more film festivals, more, you know, showings, mm-hmm. like 
uh, at uh, movie theaters since, uh, yeah, you know, not everyone's going to the movie theaters, but I think it's great that you could rent out a whole movie theater for a hundred dollars and have all your friends come down, you know, that is awesome. Showcase. Yeah. Like, that's so cool. So, I mean, honestly, it's just, yeah, you know, uh, to keep growing, just keep, keep creating, keep Mm. creating, putting it out there, keep collaborating with people and keep, keep going, you know, just don't stop. Yeah. That's just really what kills it all. You stop and you get very uh, comfortable and then you don't do anything for a while. That's true. That's, that's my number one thing too. I, 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 I don't like to get comfortable. If I'm not moving forward, I'm pretty much exploding. An old boss used to say this to get comfortable. You have to get uncomfortable. I don't know if that made any sense to anyone, but it sounds like it does. So I don't know if you agree with that sentiment. Sent, sent, oh sentiment. yeah, no, absolutely. No, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, like you, you're always going to do the same thing mm-hmm. if you feel comfortable. You yeah, know? I mean, you're not going to realize, you know, new. You're, you're not going to find new things that you like if you don't yeah. get, you don't do something you're not comfortable with. You yeah. know, and so you stick to what you know, then you're going to, you're just going to stick into one small bubble. Yeah, you know? and very true. You do that. You expand your mind. Open it up. Uh, it's funny though too. You said more film festivals. I disagree. I think we need less film festivals. I think there's too many. <laughs> it's it's. I I find that. Really? Yeah. I I think because I think the thing is the pool's so big here, like you know that everyone can just submit a film, and then there's films, and I I I've seen that are so bad, and they won awards at film festivals, and I'm like, <laughs> how is that possible? And I'm like, I understand like you know, trying and doing all that shit. But I'm like, but how did that win an award? You know, or how did that do something? And I, and it's a pretty shitty film that I've seen. Um, <laughs> like, well then like that, that, honestly, I feel that that would probably give reputation to the festival. Yeah. What, what they're awarding, you know, I, they're I, giving all the audience participation awards and stuff like that. You know, obviously that's probably not a credible yeah. film festival. I think maybe more credibility is what's needed in the film festival and less maybe, maybe I'm, I'm looking at it all wrong and it's I've been 65, 68 episodes in. I've been saying that we need less film festivals and we need really something that's going to really, because I always think too, filmmakers shouldn't just fucking do their film festivals in Vegas because everyone knows who you are. It's more or less send it out to other festivals in that regard. Yeah. Like send it out to, you know, your, your, uh, you know, New Jersey, New York, or send it to like, you know, Akron, Ohio. So anywhere else besides Vegas, Vegas last, I think always. And if you're going to do that, I, just, I mean, like that kind of like goes hand in hand for like the other cities, like, cause the other cities probably feel the same way. Like yeah. Los Angeles. Oh, there's too many. Let's submit to Las Vegas. Yeah. That's right. That. And so I just, you know, that makes sense. But, mm. uh, I don't know. I feel that getting some attention to Las Vegas and, mm. you know, the, film industry and what we're doing out here. I, yeah. I, I think that uh, that would just be beneficial in general. Understandable. Under totally understandable. And so now we're at the end of the podcast, sir. It's been a pleasure talking to you. I have two, <laughs> two, two last questions for you before we wrap up is one, right. what is your social media? My social media. So, uh, it's Instagram. It's Kevo kicks. K E V O. K-I-C-K-S. Gotcha. And then anything, any other social media platform that you use as well? Or just it may, basically Instagram? No, just, uh, just my Instagram. Just Instagram? Uh, cool. I post all my, uh, my uh, training videos and, you know, 
whatever tricks and combos I'm working on for the week. You're not, That's, you're not a TikTok yeah. person. <laughs> no, I, which way I have a TikTok, yeah. but, uh, I never used it. The only reason why I like TikTok is because they, uh, their music is awesome. Yeah. They've got such a great selection of music that you can post to the video, mm. but now Instagram does reels. So, you know, what's the point? True. But, uh, but no, TikTok around. <laughs> and then, uh, the last question to you is, uh, what is that last piece of advice, that golden nugget you want to give to the people listening to the podcast? Uh, just do it. Reach out. Find people that you want to work with. If you can't find other people like-minded uh, that'll work with you, tape yourself. Pick, uh, Find a script. Film yourself. Post it. Keep doing it. And keep doing it. And keep doing it. And just get better and better and better. Um, a lot of people don't really know where to start when they want to do something, you know, whether it be acting, you know, if you want to get into acting, well, you know, pick, uh, find a script online and practice it, film yourself yeah. and watch yourself and see how you do. Or people want to get into, you know, filmmaking. They don't know, you know, what to, you know, how to get into that. Well, take your phone out and go outside and film a couple things, you know, yeah. and put them together and see what you kind of come up with or kind of tell a story with. And so, I think a lot of people get strung up on where to start as opposed to just doing it. So I say, just do it. Nike, very, just do it. very nicely <laughs> put. Very nicely put. Th uh, Kevin, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It was a pleasure getting to know you, getting, getting to talk to you. I apologize again for the technical difficulties in the beginning. <laughs> oh, no worries. It, it was fun. Thank yeah. you so much for having me on. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> it was a great like, 15 minutes of uh, pure <laughs> comedy to get this started. <laughs> I feel like that's actually a movie right there. That's, that's actually yeah, a, really. that's a series for us. There we go. Our comedy series. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you guys again also for listening. And remember to subscribe to the podcast. We're on Spotify, Overcast, TuneIn Radio, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. Uh, and Pandora, if I'm not mistaken, uh, and I can't do this. I can't do this without my frame chasers. And I'm just trying to bring knowledge to all you listeners out there. I hope you're gaining some great, valuable information and learning something from it, because we all have a story and we all go through things at the same time or at different times. And I hope that the people that are on the show keep inspiring you to chase those frames. Again, guys, have a great week. Or no, I'm sorry. Again, guys, have a great day. Have a great week. Have a great month. Have a great year. Hopefully, we'll catch you next Wednesday on Chasing the Frame. Peace. <laughs>